This is Empower You with Pam Hotman from the Hotman Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Pam provides her clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here's Empower You with Pam Hopman. Hello and welcome back to Empower You Radio. My name is Pam Hopman with the Hopman Group. If you'd like more information about what you're hearing about during the show, give us a call at 520-326-1625 or visit us online at thehopmangroup.com. While at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you're retired or close to it, there's a lot to consider. Where do you want to live? Do you want to work a few hours a week doing something fun? Do you have the necessary cash flow to maintain the kind of lifestyle you want? These are all big questions that require good answers. However, there are some things about retirement preparation that fly under the radar often. One of the biggest under the radar questions that you should ponder is what you'll do if you need to borrow money after you've clocked out of the office for the last time. Now, we love that people try to be out of debt when they retire and we encourage that. But at first blush, a lot of folks may simply presume that borrowing money after retirement is impossible. After all, no income, no loan, right? Truth be told, while getting a loan after you're done working can be a little more challenging, it's far from impossible. An Investopedia article, 10 Ways to Borrow When Retired, has several options that may work for retirees who need a loan. The first is a mortgage loan, which uses the home you're looking to buy as collateral. For many retirees, this one may be tricky because of income requirements. However, depending on your asset allocation, this type of loan may not be out of reach. A home equity loan is another potential option. With this one, you're borrowing against the equity you've built up in your current home. Generally, a borrower needs to have between 15 and 20% equity in their home, a loan to value ratio of 80 to 85%, and a credit score north of 620. A home equity line of credit is another option that's similar to a home equity loan. Both of these loans are secured by your home. A home equity loan gives you an upfront lump sum that you pay back over time with a fixed rate and payment. A line of credit is used only when you need it and generally has a variable interest rate and payments that aren't fixed. A cash out refinance loan allows you to refinance for more than you owe, but for less than your home's value. That extra amount becomes a secured cash loan. Be aware, however, that unless you're refinancing for a shorter term, you'll end up increasing the amount of time that it will take for you to pay off your mortgage. A reverse mortgage loan supplies a regular income stream or a lump sum that's determined by the value of your home. The loan is paid back when the homeowner dies or leaves the home. I'm going to address reverse mortgages in far more detail later in the show. At some point during retirement, many retirees will need to purchase a new vehicle. And thankfully, auto loans aren't typically much of a hurdle for most older folks because the loan itself is secured by the vehicle you're purchasing. While buying new wheels with cash means you won't have to mess with paying interest, you should only do so if you're sure it won't drain your savings. 
A debt consolidation loan is also something some retirees may benefit from. This is an unsecured loan that may help you refinance your current debt load with a lower interest rate. You should know that going this route may mean it will take you longer to pay off your debt, especially if it lowers your payments. And sometimes there's some other ways we can lower, well not lower the payments, but shorten the amount of time it takes you to pay off the debt. Another thing older folks should be aware of is that they still have, stu if they still have student loans, failure to pay on them could mean part of their social security is withheld. If you have concerns about heading into retirement with student loans, you may want to discuss deferments or a forbearance with your financial services professional. And with the new rules that are coming into place with the current administration, we don't know exactly how student loans are going to be handled. You may even be forgiven. I should also mention that both unsecured loans and lines of credit may be other options for retirees. Though they're more difficult to get, they don't expose assets to risk. You can utilize banks, credit unions, peer-to-peer -peer loans that are funded by investors, and credit cards with 0% introductory annual rate. Let me add that you should only take the credit card option if you know that you can pay the entire thing off in the first year. I mentioned earlier that we'd discuss reverse mortgages in more detail later in the show, so let's do that now. As an Investopedia article, Five Signs a Reverse Mortgage is a Bad Idea explains, a reverse mortgage allows homeowners who are at least 62 to convert their home equity into income. Like any other financial product, reverse mortgages may be a good solution for some people, but they aren't something you should jump into. They require a lot of research, a lot of thought, and most, most importantly, a lot of conversations with your financial services professional. Investopedia's first warning bell is that a reverse mortgage might negatively affect the inheritance you intend to leave your loved ones. When a homeowner with a reverse mortgage passes away, their spouse or family would typically pay off the loan, which often means selling the house to generate the needed funds. If the house sells for more than the remaining balance, the excess goes to the estate. But if the home sells for less, your heirs don't see a dime, and FHA insurance makes up the gap. That's why you must pay mortgage insurance premiums if you take out a reverse mortgage. That's exactly right. Along those same lines, if you have people living with you, whether family or friends, and they aren't on the loan's paperwork, they could be put in a tough spot after your death. Additionally, people who live with you may be forced out of the home if you move out and are gone for more than a year because a reverse mortgage requires the borrower to live in the home as their primary residence. Long story short, if the borrower passes away, sells the home, or moves out, the loan is due immediately. One potential solution to get around this is to list the people who live with you on the paperwork. But bear in mind that anyone under the age of 62 who lives with you is ineligible to be listed as a borrower. Medical bills are a common reason that many people seek a reverse mortgage. But again, there's a lot to consider with this move. While a reverse mortgage may provide the cash you need to cover those bills, you have to stay healthy enough to continue making the home your primary residence. If your health situation worsens and you eventually end up in a long-term care facility for more than 12 consecutive months, you're on the hook to repay the loan in full because your home is no longer your primary residence. On a yearly basis, you'll have to certify in writing that the home you have a reverse mortgage on is still your primary residence. 
If you think you might move relatively soon, whether for health reasons or by choice, a reverse mortgage may not be the smart play because of significant upfront expenses like lender's fees, initial mortgage insurance costs, and then go ongoing mortgage insurance premiums. And don't forget closing costs like property title insurance, home appraisal bills, and inspection fees. If you have to suddenly leave your home or sell it, you have a mere six months to repay the loan. And while it's true that you're entitled to any profits beyond what you owe on the loan, you already have shelled out potentially thousands of dollars in costs. If you enjoyed the show today, visit thehopmangroup.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information on what we discussed today, give us a call at 520-326-1625. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to Empower You. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Pam Hotman at the Hotman Group. Call 520-326-1625 or visit them online at thehotmangroup.com. Advisory services are offered by PGH Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through the Hopman Group, LLC, an affiliated company. PGH Advisors, LLC, and the Hopman Group, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.